Welcome back, gamers. This is Andrew Gonzalez. And I'm Josh Eddington. And this is 8-Bit Movie Review, the podcast where we watch movies based on video games. And this week, we bungee our way through robots, search for lost relics in our living room, and fight the Illuminati, all while dealing with daddy issues. And the 2001 video game movie adaptation, Tomb Raider. strange voice joining us is good friend joseph corbett coming from phoenix arizona say hello joe hey guys it's good to be here thanks for having me joe is our tomb raider expert he is obsessed with these movies he's watched all of them not the new ones though he's more of a classic uh guy uh and i just made all of that up yeah that's why we have <laughs> yeah you i just show. yeah i just watched uh the first one there I did watch the new ones, but I don't I don't remember them either. So And before we get into it, I just wanted to make a brief announcement to our listeners. Uh this starts our season two of 8 Bit Movie Review. We will be actually changing up our setup of how we're gonna do the movies because Josh and I have looked at the list. And we're already getting caught up to how many live action movies are based on video games. Yeah, we're speeding through this, so we got to kind of pace ourselves so that we don't uh, uh, blow our load too early, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Which I did with this movie. Well put. (laughs) So our new setup's going to be, we're going to be doing two live action movies, one animated movie, and a video game discussion once a month. Um. Yes, and then we're also going to be tackling some of the video game series, uh, such as um, The Witcher is one we're definitely going to think about tackling. Um, I'm very looking forward to doing that one, but I have to play the video game first before we tackle that series. I would, I've would. i only played Witcher 3, and it was amazing. 100 plus hours of content. Like, uh, oh, yeah. I highly, highly recommend that game, and you don't need to have played the first two. And I was worried about that. I'm like, I know that the first two games have all this crazy lore because it's, you know, books and yada yada. But the game didn't treat you like, oh, do you remember me? Because if not, I'm going to fucking kill you. It's just like, hey, remember our adventures back in the day? And you're like, oh, I guess I know this person. Whatever. So highly recommend it. It's an uh, action RPG. Crazy amount of content. You, you will you will definitely like it, Andrew. Yeah, from what I hear is uh, the, the series is pretty much based off of Witcher 3. That's that's Yeah, I thought I it was supposed to be a little more on the books. Um I thought, but I couldn't I heard it of the books as well. Okay, um, maybe maybe I should read the books. But we're still counting it as a video game series because yeah, 
Even though the books came out first, I believe. Yeah, it's a series based off a video game. Come on, guys. Jesus Christ. Yeah. We, we need, need we more need, content. We need the content. It <laughs> was a break. So, Joe, tell us your, um, you know, before we hop into the movie, tell us your experience with the Tomb Raider games as oh, well as, oh. like, uh, the first time you saw this movie. Yeah, I mean, I played the original, the first and the second Tomb Raider. I think those are the only two I played, and I remember being a kid and, and really loving them. Um, I don't remember too much of the storyline in the games, um, but I know I had a blast. Um, I don't remember, you know, daddy issues uh, <laughs> and, and all this kind of, I don't know, bad guy stuff. I just remember running around solving puzzles and shooting animals and that's kind of what I remember, too. Yeah, I remember the same kind of stuff. Uh, I didn't play as much of the originals, but I did play, like, the first two of the revival of the Tomb Raider series. And mm -hmm. it, it's, it's pretty... It is kind of similar to what this movie had. Like, she just inherited all this stuff. Her dad was an archaeologist. She picked up on it in his footsteps because of shit. But then going through his stuff finds out that there was all this, like, shady shit and, like, secret stuff going on. So kind of similar to what we saw in the movie. Although, like, her being, like, haunted by, like, visions of her dad and, like, fucking... I, I assume she was seeing ghost children, like, leading her around and shit. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah that... Weird supernatural <laughs> shit. Although there is supernatural stuff in the games, which kind of takes you a little out of it since it's, like, reality. And it's like, oh, nope, there's ghosts. <laughs> well, I assume... I assume that stuff may, might have been added later. From what I found from the summary of the game, you know, it's it's pretty much, you know... You look for you solve puzzles and stuff. Um, you're an architect for hire, not an not architect, architect uh, <laughs> an archaeologist, archaeologist for hire. Uh, and she's usually sent to get like lost relics and stuff. And she's betrayed by someone, uh, someone that she's hired with, which is, I guess, kind of this movie in yeah. a way. Yeah, that's exactly um, what it is. So just with a lot of flipping. To to get a lot of flipping to get into this a lot movie, of ropes <laughs> movie, uh, this movie came out on June eleventh, two thousand one. Was directed by Simon West. Uh, it it was based off you know the video game series Warcraft Tomb Raider. The budget for this movie was ninety four million dollars, and the box office was two hundred and seventy four million. Yeah, wow. Well, I guess success. We, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't believe. I I guess I can believe it because I. 100% would bet anything. I haven't looked up the trailer that that shower scene with her oh, yeah. was in the trailer. Was, was and that's trailer. why people, well, that's why 14-year-olds made their dads bring them to this movie. <laughs> and that's why it made $270 million. And this movie was also the 11th highest growing action film with a woman in the lead role. Wow. Which is, you know, I think that still stands today. Which, Hashtag feminism. Uh, so a brief summary of this movie is Laura Croft is a wealthy British archaeologist tomb raider who tries to thwart a secret society doomsday cult seeking two pieces of the mysterious device hidden in two different places in the world. In order to use it during a rare planetary alignment to bring the world to an end. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, it's a very basic... Uh, Plot, uh, the Illuminati, spoiler alert, is in this. I yeah. was waiting for Jay-Z to pop up. Because they say that he, he's part of the Illuminati. Yeah, a lot of people are. And I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, put it past it to be real. And there's actually bunkers under the world. And yeah. Right, and reptilian off. humanoids, too. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, lizard people are All real. right, so this movie opens up with Lord Croft, a 
upside down on a rope. <laughs> Which even in training, I don't I don't really know why that's needed. And she fights robots. Which oh, yeah. I don't remember ever in the game fighting robots. And uh robot does not look good. No bueno. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, there was definitely no robots. The those robots look didn't even look like video game style CGI robots. They just looked terrible. Um, and also, you would think that she'd be ridiculously strong if she can hold a robot's arm from cutting. <laughs> I was her thinking the same off. thing when that happened. I was like, "This robot yeah, is a too. pussy." Yeah, this robot's a pussy. And she was beating the crap out of like those uh, soldiers too. But she looked like she was barely even hitting them. And I was like, "These dudes are going flying." She's just like. Eh. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it's that typical female-led action thing where sometimes the intensity of the fighting doesn't match the results. And yeah. lately, they have gotten it right. Like, they fixed that, like, with, uh, I don't know if you guys saw that movie, Lucy, with Charlize Theron, where she's like... Yes, I did. Yeah, like, that is super believable, like, because in that, you don't see her just, oh, kick once, and then the guy's out like a light. It's like, these guys are also wearing armor, so no, one kick is not going to fucking knock them out. But, like, she has a lot of back and forth with the guys, and it does take a lot to take down the bigger dudes. It's more fucking realistic. But this is yeah, also I 2001. Agree. We haven't got to that point yet. We still have... I liked... Uh, she was... Charlize Theron was in the um, that Netflix uh, movie that came out recently, too. That I think... Oh, shit, what was it called? It was really good. I watched it. Um, the Guardians or something like that. I don't know. Yes. Um, you guys watched that one? My bro- I didn't see, but my brother told me to, I should watch it. It's, it's pretty good. Isn't she in yeah. the Fast and Furious series now? I think she's in the newer one, too. She's got, like, dreadlocks or something like that. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to space. Way too fast and way too serious. Way, definitely. And like Josh said, they're going to space soon, so, you know. <laughs> That's amazing. And, you know, I, I thought this was weird in this scene that, like, she has this dude build a robot for her. Bryce. Why is Bryce in this movie? Like, why is Bryce needed in this movie? He's security. Really, though? But by security, I mean he just watches cameras and tells her yeah. stuff because he can't defend himself. Which, which, by the way, the scene where uh, the, the mansion does get attacked and he wakes up with a bunch of little robots in his bed, do you think he, like, <laughs> jerks off with those robots? Oh, they didn't show you the robot that was, like, climbing his dick, dude. They definitely had a <laughs> robot that was just rolling up and down his little pecker. <laughs> dude, you know what I was going to mention, too? I was going to mention that scene, and he made this crazy robot to like fight her that's like got ai and all this stuff and then in his bedroom he has these little stupid robots that look like a five-year-old made and it's like why wouldn't he have like these futuristic robots with him instead of these like battery operator battery operated robots like a rector set type robots <laughs> yeah. yeah like connects or some shit like yeah. that a rector set yeah that's probably more accurate uh well i think that um she just has money and she probably doesn't give it to him so he just takes the scraps <laughs> and makes his own erector set. Yeah, jerk off robots. That's what they are. Ooh. It was the original flashlight, but it was made out of like metal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, erector set. Get you get what I'm Yeah, penises. I get it. Yeah, erections. We get it, Andrew. Fuck off. Jesus Christ. Just in case, you know. Just in case, you know, you and Joe weren't getting it. I didn't actually. Thanks for clearing that up. Well, you know, when a penis is hard, oh, boy. most people say that's what you would call being erect. So just in case, you know, you weren't sure. Ooh. We're scrubbing this out for sure. <laughs> Says you. 
You're fluffing this one out for sure. Yeah, Andrew, fluff it out, buddy. <laughs> so I guess we don't really have to go way into the be the beginning because again, this is one of those movies that kind of moves at a fast pace, but it's all it's all mainly focused on showing us like her father died, which is her real father in real life. Uh, John yeah. John Voight's her real father. Yes. Yes. Yeah, John Voight's the real father. Wow, that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that's really stupid. Oh, and by the way, and I had, let's see, I clocked it in. I think it was at 20 minutes and three seconds when she goes, she first thinks about her father because um, the 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 butler, who, by the way, acts like he's supposedly, supposedly way older than her, seems almost the same age as her. He walks in and gives her some news, and she's like, you know, it's not a good day. And he's like, why? <laughs> oh, yes, it's the 15th. And she's like, yes. So was it May 15th, or was it just any 15th, yeah. and she gets pissed off? That's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> does, like, every month of the 15th, leave me alone. I just need to sit with my feet up on the desk and pout. And I'm actually going to to text this picture to you, uh, Joe, and uh, I'll, I'll probably cut this all out. But... You tell me this picture that's on her desk that I'm about to send you. Does that look Let's like see. John Boyd? This is the picture she looks at that she says is her father. Oh, yeah, the picture on the desk and him is different. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I have that down, too. Yeah, the picture on her desk of her father is not John Voight. I guess that's supposed Let to be him, very, like, super young. I, I sent that to you. But like... John Voight has looked pretty similar for, like, uh, his entire life. That's... That's John Voight. No, it's not. No way. Yes, it is. What are you talking about? Yeah, it is. <laughs> that does <laughs> not like look like him at all. This is young John Voight. This is the beginning oh, of CGI. Okay. So they if had I, to if make I him... stare at it enough, I, yeah, I see it. It is there. I'm he still just, he just has a dumb mustache. That's not. That's <laughs> not him. Well, I made that note too because it was quick. I was like, that looks like some fucking idiot. <laughs> that doesn't look like John Voight. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. They, the these, one of these I guess I've just never seen him like smiling so widely in my life. He's usually like uh, yeah, he's, the secret bad guy. Yeah. He's uh hey. he's like the Sir Ben Kingsley yeah. of uh of these type of movies. He's, but, he's either the lead or the bad guy or the secret bad well, guy. Well I even actually it's funny that you mentioned that because even watching this I was like, I forgot. Is this one of those movies where dum 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 the father's still alive and he's the bad guy? Like which I, I had a feeling might have been the case in this. But I actually have a feeling that's the case maybe in the sequel for the mm. series. No, that uh, the guy said at the end that he shot him right in the head. Yeah, but then she saw him back in time. We'll get into it. Yeah, Wait, better. they made a second one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like the ancient arc. Was it good? I, I don't think I saw it. I think I just <laughs> saw this one. I saw this one. I think I was like... 15 and which which i should bring up you know you played the games and you know i know a lot of people probably ask joe did you jerk off to these video games Fuck, i don't think so no it didn't listen okay here's what i will say when they first show her her tits look really pointy in the movie and i was like all right yes. yeah you got it you got the model right you had the stupid <laughs> big pointy tits like they had in that fucking game we gotta make it more video game accurate we i am no pointier. i do i do think they did that on purpose and like because people would be like, yeah. <laughs> More cones! <laughs> not even It's not even a joke. Why are you laughing? <laughs> well, I actually have a fact on that. Uh, it is known in the video game that uh, 
Lorecroft is a 35 double D. Why is that even a thing? And Angelina Jolie is a 35 C. So they didn't want to overdo it, so they made her wear padding to make her up to a 35 D. Not double D because they tried it and it didn't look good. You can see the padding in the... Oh, yeah. There's one time she's laying down and I'm like, her boobs look a little funky. (laughs) One's like a foot higher than the other one. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on here? But it, it... you know, I guess in video games, I kind of get it. Because it's video games, so they, you know, they're all about that eye candy. But in movies and stuff, and I, they definitely changed Black Widow in Avengers and stuff like that. Because at first they made her kind of try to be, like, busty and sexy with long, flowing hair. But then after a while, they're just like, wait a minute. How is she going to be, like, aerodynamic with all, like, this long hair, these gigantic titties? And, you know, yeah, yeah they definitely they had to fix her character it, after Iron Man 2. They did that, yeah, they had to do that on purpose because they didn't want people to just think, oh, she's the sexy one on the Avengers when they introduced her in Avengers. She had to actually, you know, have purpose and can be a functioning part of the team. Just like, how do you prove Hawkeye is important to the Avengers (laughs) when he just shoots arrows? Give him a shower scene. Oh, God. Hey, I will say this. Seven minutes into this movie, we get the shower scene, and it's clearly the one from the trailer that I haven't seen, but I would bet any amount of money it's there. But I will also mention the twist at the end of the movie with the second shower scene and it panning down and it being Daniel Craig. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was actually ladies. Daniel Craig's shower scene that was in the trailer. Oh, was that? yeah, that was actually, yeah, yeah, he looked really good in the trailer. I have something to say about the Angelina Jolie's sour, uh, sour, shower the scene. Sour scene. The sour scene. <laughs> Not enough side boob. <laughs> well, I noticed... When she was fighting, too, she kept doing, like, this heavy breathing thing, like she was having, like, a silent orgasm. And then when she's in the shower, she's, like, doing the same thing, being like, hey, hey. She would, like, they're really... she would, like, purse up her lips and, like, breathe weird. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, people don't really, like, flip their hair around like that when they're showering. I mean, I, I don't, and my hair's pretty long right now. Just constantly, like... No, I just, you know, put the shampoo in and just kind of rub it with my hands. I don't, like... Ugh, flip it around okay. like I gotta get the water up by oh, flipping it. Water's so I try I tried it once and hit my head on the side of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to be just like Tomb Raider. Getting back to the movie. Oh boy, do we have to? <laughs> also, we did talk about a better movie talking about Avengers. Oh so we did, I forgot. Drink. Yeah, yeah. Our uh, we have a thing that whenever we always get distracted with a better movie, we just take a drink. So So mainly Which, all yeah. the time. Mainly I was getting at is, you know, they obviously wanted to make her overly sexy, but at times, like, when she was doing the action stuff, you could tell they took that padding out. Premise of the movie is, Angelina Jolie talks about her dad. We find out she's dead. She has a... She's dead? He's dead. (laughs) And she has a dream about her with her, her dad, and he shows this locket, which does not become any importance throughout the rest of the movie, where she's like, Mommy! Like, picture of her mom in this locket. Uh, and then she wakes up. She has a knife. She goes to bed with a knife. Yeah, it's not very safe to sleep. She didn't have a knife, like, on the side table. She was, like, sleeping on this knife. And when she was having this bad dream, she's, like, moving around and, like, ah, tossing and turning. That That's not safe. You can't do that. No. Mr. Lee, please, put it on the nightstand. <laughs> she could have stabbed herself. She oh, yeah, probably did. did. They didn't show you that she stabbed herself right in the clavicle. She probably did multiple times. <laughs> Hopefully she has some of that magical healing tea on her. Oh, God, get out of here, stupid supernatural bullshit. I like that tea. I had some earlier, actually. 
Fill, filling all those holes, huh? <laughs> yeah, my soul. <laughs> and uh, so she wakes up and she hears ticking. There's no way she'd, one, be able to hear that ticking. And two, what's up with, why do people think it's necessary to hide stuff in a in a wall and then build over it just to hope that someday your, your daughter or something will find it? Be like, she'll deal with the damage. The well, damage I've caused. <laughs> exactly. And the, I felt like this whole clock scene wasn't needed. Like, they do this whole thing where, for some reason, Bryce, when he's looking into the clock uh, to find it, he can't find this giant piece that pretty much takes up the whole interior of the fucking and clock. And is glowing, yeah. And is glowing. And is glowing. He's like, oh, I must have missed that. Well, he's a fucking nerd. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah. Fucking nerd. By the way, wh- why does he stay in a trailer outside this ginormous mansion? So they can make a joke about it. They... Like, you know we have 84 rooms, right? It's like, that's the first off, that's a bad accent. And second of all... <laughs> I don't Angelina, think... is that you? <laughs> yes, it's me, Angelina. Hold on, I have to put my tit pads in. Even though this is <laughs> That not... was actually like more of a Moss from IT crowd fucking impression. <laughs> Even though she does not have an English accent... <laughs> Which brings me up to, I want to bring up real quick, Daniel Craig is the only person without an accent in this movie, and he has an accent. Well, he doesn't have an accent, he's just British. Yeah, but... To him, he doesn't have an accent. Yeah, but he was doing, like, he was doing, like, an American accent in this movie. Yeah, yeah, they all swapped accents, like... But he was the only person. He did not need to do that. He could have just been, like, a British explorer, a British Tomb Raider. They were in England! That's where the Croft Mansion is. Sure. Because even that UPS guy was like, Oh, blimey, what's going on around here? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) What, what, is this? Do you think they did that to him just to, like, fuck with them? Be like, all right, everyone, uh, British accents on. Uh, Daniel, we're going to need you to go American for this. (laughs) But but why? (laughs) It's like, eh, just do it. It wasn't that great of an American accent, anyway. Now, honestly, I was very surprised to see Daniel Craig as not the lead, and we see Jorah Mormont, or Ian Glenn is his real name, as the yeah. lead bad guy, and I was like, that should be switched. Daniel Craig should have been the bad guy, and Ian Glenn the other guy. I mean, Ian Glenn was a good bad guy. I did like, I did like him. Or why did they he just pretty good job. Why did they just merge the characters? You're well, really... because they needed him to be the Illuminati fanatic, and they needed the the male Tomb Raider that she has a. Romantic past with. <laughs> but he could just be working for the <laughs> Illuminati. He is working for the still Illuminati. Be that character, though. I mean, he isn't working for the Illuminati, wink, wink, because it doesn't exist. I think they do mention him in the games, too. Yeah, like a say. fellow Tomb Raider. I think you're right, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I believe, and let me double check, this came out a little bit not too long after Tomb Raider 3. So I can see them introducing different characters within to the video games. Because by a third one, you know, that's usually when a lot of these games introduce extra characters. Because usually... they, they already wasted the other characters by killing them off. Like, oh, that guy was a bad guy? The butler? I love that guy. <laughs> Actually, uh, do you remember in the second one? Like, my favorite part of that game was when you get to the, the training mansion. You actually go to, like, her mansion and you do, like, the obstacle courses. Yeah, the old butler that walks around with the tray, like, yeah. really slow. And you can get him, like, caught in rooms and shit. Yeah, that was... yeah and he farts a little bit, too. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best part Wait. of that game. <laughs> he farts? That was the best part. 
What? Yeah, he's an old man. Leave him alone. Yeah, he was super old. So he in this, he's he, he, he's not he's not old man. No, like but like you said, he kind of acts like an old man, but he's clearly like younger than Angelina Jolie in this movie. I've been watching you since you were a baby, and I was also a baby. There, there was actually, I read a fact saying that, like, uh, there's a point where the butler protects himself with the tray when something comes at him. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, a nod towards the video game. Because whenever you try to shoot the butler, I guess, he defends himself with the tray. I didn't even think you could use guns in the training part, but I could be wrong. I don't know, that's something I read. Um, I'm surprised that a game that old would program in that he reflexes... Like, he lifts up a tray to, like, block it. Well, probably. I, I, I just assumed it would just bounce off him like he's, like, bulletproof or something. Like, with a game that old. I can see it happening in the second one. I didn't really play the first one, but I remember the second one. Wasn't it the, the man? Didn't the mansion have a little bit more openness to it? Like, you can unlock things in the mansion um, as you progress and find, like, ancient artifacts within, like, different levels? I don't think so. That was the case in the newer ones. Okay. You could, you definitely did that in the newer ones. I you would find stuff when you were exploring that would help you to, you know, get to different areas within the mansion, which would unlock newer shit, newer leads, yada yada. Yeah. So. Yeah. The second one, I think, is like the only one I really played. I think the second one there was just one door that was locked or something, um, something weird like that. It was like in the kitchen or some weird place. Uh, I don't know. I could be wrong, but that's what I remember. Yeah, those newer games are definitely worth a check, checking in on. They're pretty fun. Yeah, they did remakes on them too, right? Yep, those. That's yeah. I played yeah. two of the three of those, and I have the third one. I just never got into it. Never played. You're talking it. about the remake, remake ones. Which yeah, the new Tomb Raider, like two thousand eighteen. The newer movies are based. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, those are brutal. That that game had like I think each of them has like hundreds of different death animations programmed into it. Makes sense. I remember in the second one, I used to get afraid because there was a underwater level where you had to swim to a submarine, and you had to avoid great white sharks. And I thought that was like horrifying the way that you would see yourself get like. Oh yeah. Mer even though it was a terrible, PlayStation Two, no PlayStation One, uh, death scene in sharks. Oh, the the like the most disturbing death in that game that I remember, like the newer one that I played was. You are at one point you're getting washed down these rapids and you're trying to like push yourself left and right to avoid rubble. But if you hit the rubble, like a fucking pole goes through your neck oh. and your character is still getting pushed down, but you're like trying to scramble to push yourself off it. And I'm like, oh, oh, it's so realistic. That's fucking morbid. <laughs> yeah, it's bad, but awesome. Wow. So Angelina, oh, check that out. So Laura Croft finds out that this finds this piece in this clock, and decides to go to this auction. Now, this auction scene, which um, Josh would most likely agree, was mainly for the trailer so you could see badass Laura, Laura Croft drive a motorcycle and wear a fucking leather jacket and look so badass and go to this, this, this snooty auction with all these old people. Yeah, I uh, immediately knew that the auctioneer friend was like, a bad guy because <laughs> as soon as he started he saw the artifact he, he, you could tell he's like salivating like hey, i don't know what this is but this seems really important oh, i have a i have a friend oh, oh. i'm like jesus christ you are a bad guy aren't you can we talk about that artifact and how it looked like a mcdonald's happy meal toy 
Yeah, it kind of looked like one of those, um, you know that old like red viewfinder thing? You'd put stuff, like, a little <laughs> circle thing in the top and like move it and you'd see images. It kind of looked like like that, but just like the thing you put in the top of the red okay. viewfinder. And go, boop, boop, boop. Hey, I can see uh, Mickey and Minnie Mouse. <laughs> hey, Pluto. And whoever that old guy was, he was a terrible actor on like, I'm nervous, as you can see, I'm nervous, and I'm drinking a, a bottle of wine while shaking and being like, Laura, would you like a glass of water? Well, I think that was the point. He was nervous because he was going to betray her, yeah. and that's why I was like, you're a bad guy. Well, that's what I mean. There was no, it was obvious that that's what, what yeah, the... Yeah, so obvious. You know, but... <laughs> also him sitting with the Illuminati members that they showed in the last scene. Yeah. That was, oh, was uh... he sitting with them? I thought, I, I thought well, he, he's an old guy, I just kind of assumed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Illuminati was not intimidating at all. A bunch of old dudes. Of course they'd want to like, I gotta find out how I go back in time and fix my hip. Do you sit here? <laughs> Are you the one that sits here? <laughs> oh, so dumb. I bet, I bet once this uh, episode airs, we're, we're all going to be on the Illuminati's watch list for, for <laughs> making they, fun of them. They were talking about us. They must know the truth. <laughs> Jay-Z and Beyonce is going to give me a call. <laughs> Jay-Z is going to show up and be like, you can't talk about us, dog. I can't. And stop saying we're we're old white men. Put some respect on my name. Yeah, we're not all not old white men. We're old black men. That's what the Illuminati is. It's changed over the years. And the scene we didn't bring up for people that didn't watch the movie, but I assume a lot of people listening to this have seen this movie. Like this was probably like I think the seventh uh, video game movie adaptation. It uh, could be. It came out in 2001. I don't remember them putting out more than, like, one per year. Yeah. The first two were... 94? 90... Was it? Yeah, 94, 96. I believe it was Mario Brothers and Double Dragon were the first two. Which oh. I'm sure everybody keeps asking us, when are you going to do Mario Brothers? It it will come, everybody. But I did find a really sweet animated Mario movie from 1986. Which we will discuss in a future episode. Can you guys also discuss the TV show? <laughs> oh, oh, Captain it, Lou Albano, it, yeah. It, it is actually <laughs> on my list of TV series to discuss, as well as the terrible Sonic 2. Um, we have to. We need more content. <laughs> like it's, you know, it's going to happen. And Joe, we will have you for, for the Do the Mario. We will have you back for that. But that means I'd have to watch the TV show, and I really don't want to watch that TV well, show. Well, you suggested <laughs> What are we paying you for, then? What yeah. the hell, dude? <laughs> He's like, wait, it's so bad. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. Yeah, one of them was a wrestler, right? Captain Lobano was, uh, I don't know if he was a wrestler, but he was, he might have been a wrestler, but he was like a very big uh, manager in WWF. Oh, okay, yeah, he was part of the wrestling. Should we Sorry. drink? We're not really talking about something better. Wrestling's not better. No, I'm not yeah. drinking. <laughs> what were we going to say, Joey? My, bro- my brother you. is going to hear that comment, and he's going to be like, hey. Hey, he's going <laughs> to knock on my door at like 8 o'clock. Like, hey, Josh, I heard that episode. I didn't think that was funny what you hey, said. Hey, Jamie, don't knock on his door. Email us. We need emails. So if you got a problem, fucking email us, Jamie. He's going to take that personally and be like, why does Andrew hate me? <laughs> I don't hate you. I just want to yell at you over email. So just I email don't hate us. you. I just hate everything you stand for. <laughs> Back to the movie. So we get this terrible auction scene. We already saw like uh, the scene that was discussed with Powell. We meet Sir Jorah Mormont. Uh, you know, looking for Khaleesi. Obviously not. Khaleesi. Khaleesi. <laughs> I am your sword. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was. And he 
obviously we get from the beginning that he definitely doesn't want to help the Illuminati. He wants to do this for himself. But, like, at the same time, like, you know, you don't really... I don't know. And what's up with his, like, definitely side piece, his little, like, helper there. Who oh, yeah, that, that's his fluffer. Oh, yeah, that's his yeah, fluffer. You're this, epi- you're this podcast's <laughs> fluffer, and he is, he is he's Ian Glenn's fluffer. And, like, he just keeps going, do you have what they want? No. That's, like, the running gag between the two of them this whole movie is, like, Sir Jorah Mormont should have, I should just say Powell. Powell should have something. I'm calling him Jorah Mormont. And then his little boy toy is, like, do you have it? He's, like, no. And it's, like, yeah, he didn't really have anything else to do in this movie other than to, like, awkwardly follow along Jorah Mormont's character. Um, and that's that's really it. Did he lead anything at any point? Was he? Uh, did he have anything to do with the ending of the movie? Was he just someone gunned down off screen when Ian Glenn gunned down all the Illuminati? No, he actually, at the end of the movie, I recall, he runs away with everybody once Powell is vanquished. Oh, he was a coward, gotcha. He was a coward. Oh, cool. But by the way, Josh, since we got all of that in, can you please tell me what everyone's looking for and the alignment in the planets like what oh gee you really want okay let's get into that yeah, let's you know let's let's inform the listeners and joe because you know joe might have not understood that oh joe didn't still understand. here yeah it's not that big of a concept uh <laughs> so i guess every five thousand years all the planets align it only happens for like i guess a minute <laughs> and within that minute what we need is we have a this this mystical key that came from the clock that Laura Croft finds hidden in her house mysteriously starts ticking when the first aligned planet comes into alignment, whatever. I don't fucking care. (laughs) Uh, And what there's these two pieces of this relic, I guess this godlike relic that are scattered to different parts of the world. So if they can get those two pieces together at the time that the, last planet is aligned and during the eclipse you have you're given the power to control time and they want to right all the wrongs in their own eyes but there was a little backstory early on that said that an old tribe had found this power before they'd used it for good built up their civilization and then they used it for bad it wiped the whole fucking thing out so clearly we know that humans are inherently evil so if they get the power to change time they're probably going to fuck shit up as we do. Is that good enough? That was beautiful. Thank man. you. Not, yeah, that was perfect. I paid attention. <laughs> I, I paid attention to this part. <laughs> That's why I asked Josh usually to do these summaries. Also, I, I can read, so. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I got goosebumps. <laughs> that was better than the movie. Did you write the screenplay? <laughs> you write the screenplay? <laughs> well, you should have yeah. said, Joe, is R.L. Stein here? Because I just got some goosebumps. Oh, oh <laughs> Edit that out or I'm <laughs> fucking quitting. I, I should keep that in and then do the the dun, dun, yeah. <laughs> you will beware you're in for a scare I was gonna say something that, Tomb Raider ish but that, that dude is so creepy too yeah you look at him he looks he's, like he's yeah he is really creepy <laughs> I remember like when a, he used like to, a, he used like to open every kind of way he would open every episode of Goosebumps with like, Hi, I'm Arl Stein. This episode is <laughs> okay. really spooky. I hope you like it. And as a kid, you're already like, screaming. <laughs> yeah, the first episode was Haunted Mask, and I was like, Oh, God, he's already wearing it. Do you think he would just look in a mirror and write his stories because of just how horrifying he looks? Yeah. 
Yes. He's a troubled man, Andrew. He's a troubled man. We really keep getting off topic off this movie. What were we talking about? Tomb Raider? Tomb Raider. Talking about Goosebumps, maybe. (laughs) That's mainly the summary of this goddamn movie. So, I don't even think it's until an hour in, which, by the way, I forgot to mention, 30 minutes in, uh, we meet Daniel, Daniel Craig, who calls Laura Croft a Tomb Raider. Yep. My note says... Uh, what is it? What the fuck is James Bond doing in this movie? And then it says, he said it. He fucking said the movie name. Yes. So we left off where? The shady old auctioneer guy who you clearly know is going to fucking sell her out. He uh, yeah. he gives uh, Jura Mormon her phone number. They meet up and he's in like some, he's in, I guess, the Middle Eastern section of his fucking house because he's got all these like Middle Eastern like throw <laughs> couches around and he's fruit like models and stuff models and stuff just hanging out and he's like which he takes with him when he goes on like safari and shit yeah yeah he took it just so he could put it in that indonesian like fucking countryside while they're pulling down the wall he's like i need a massage (laughs) and fruit harder (laughs) i don't eat the fruit i just like to be surrounded by it i like to watch it die (laughs) as just said harder harder They really, they really was... focused on that harder too. Like, like you know, he's a bad guy because he likes it hard. He likes it rough. <laughs> Sexual innuendos go both way, baby. That's why this movie made two hundred seventy mil. Equality. There was a lot of sexual innuendo throughout the whole movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, seven minutes in, we got a shower scene with all the trailer side boob we could ever want. All that side boob, baby. I must have been watching the wide wide angle. I didn't see any side boob. It probably cut it out. Well, it was like 2001 side boobs, so like they didn't really know how much they can show. So they're just like, ah, uh, a little bit of the boob, a little think, bit of the angle. I think you only mainly get it is when she gets out of the shower and her butler's like, for some reason, no reason at all, is just like, I want you to wear this dress. And she's like, hmm. She's like, he's like, good women, beautiful women wear dresses. And he's like, or. No, he said like, uh, good, lady, good, good women are modest. Good women are modest, or or something, not like that. Not it's not, not good women. It's it's. He says a lady should be modest. A lady should be like, modest. I'm, yeah, I'm I knew it wasn't I'm as bad as I knew it wasn't as like a good woman would be modest. <laughs> fucking pig. And then she's just like, yes, a good woman, and like you see like a little side boob. She's just like walking and getting changed. Yeah. For all those side boob fans out there, everyone was cranking it to that scene in the theater. <laughs> But anyway, we're back to the, you know, she talks to Sir Jorah Mormont, and he's just like, you have what I want. And she's like, well, I'm not giving it to you. And then obviously we know that he's going to go and try to get it. And then we get, I want to say this is a famous scene in the in the movie, because I, I know this is in the trailer a lot. Her, in her jammy jams, doing a little bungee action. Yeah, I, I just said... I was dying laughing at this part. I'm like, first of all, she's in like the main <laughs> hall of her fucking 80 plus room mansion. And she set up like a bungee harness in the center of the hall so she could practice her flips and stuff. Why? You know, yeah, you know, and there's a chandelier there too, which clearly could cause some damage. If... Yeah, a fucking chandelier was there. Which by the way, you guys, you don't, you don't realize, you know, being an archaeologist, you know, you really got to work on your flips. Guarantee you, Indy himself 
probably had a harness flip thing in his in his room. Now that I think about it, this scene is justified by the fact that as soon as she is introduced, she flips four times down off the rope, flips backwards a hundred times away from the robot, and flips her guns a lot, and flips like the fucking cartridge <laughs> magazines out of it and shit. Like she just loves flipping. Yeah. Okay, justified. Never mind. I'm gonna delete that note. You know, you're not an archaeologist, so you wouldn't understand. I I know that your brain is struggling to say archaeologist and not architect. I can tell you, like, he's the archaeologist. (laughs) 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 I grit my teeth. A quick fact. What were you gonna say, Joe? I was gonna say the opening scene that her opening flip there from the rope that she was hanging on looks so fake that that's when I first laughed at the movie. Like I that was. Yeah, the yeah exactly. The first note I had was, well, at least she has the pointy big tits like in the game. And the second is, holy shit, I can already tell this is going to be a high score in the cheesy movie department because of all of the flipping. It just made no sense, that scene, especially like, oh, I have a makeshift training room that looks like, like, why does it need to look like ancient ruins? To trick us into thinking that she's raiding a tomb. But she's uh, raiding her home. She's a tomb raider. She's a home raider. Home raider. Robots in the sky. <laughs> so fast fact about uh, one. A quick fast fact. Uh, fast fact. A quick fact about the bungee scene. Um, apparently, in an interview on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno, she actually said when she lands on the chandelier, she injured her ankle on the first take, and they kept making her do the scene over and over again. Good. <laughs> She's got to pay. You got you to gotta earn that money. You gotta earn she it. did her own stunts in that scene, which, you know. If she did her own stunts in that scene, then I guarantee she didn't do her own stunts uh, oh, in every I, other I, scene. I guarantee you that was the only time because... When she's running around in a circle after that one guy that's just like shooting at her like constantly, the one that's like stuck on the roof. That's a concept I will never understand in movies where people are running and they're shooting like ah right behind them. It's like if they're running one way, just kind of adjust, go a little ahead of them, and then you're not <laughs> shooting behind them at or all. Or just time. don't spin and stop and wait for them to run around you and you just boom, dead, like right right at them. But they have to give the illusion that she's running so goddamn fast, Andrew. So fast that she can dodge multiple people shooting machine gun fire at her. Yeah, this is also the scene where we were talking earlier about the concept of, like, these guys are wearing armor and helmets and fucking padding and stuff. And she's just, like, punching them once. And the impact is not choreographed well. Like, these guys are, the stunt guys are doing their best. But if she did want to do her own stunts, it's hard for stunt people to sell it if the the actor's not willing to actually, like, hit them and, like, get really close or, like, practice with it. So it's pretty evident that it's like, oh, that's bullshit. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> like, you're not going to kick a person in, their in like, their chest when they're wearing full body armor and then they're going to go flying and be knocked out immediately. That's not realistic. But this is, yeah, it's 2001, so I, I get it. And did you notice that, like, she didn't kill anybody? Like, they would make it that she wouldn't shoot or murder anybody. Yeah, she's like Batman. Yeah. Yeah. That that's not at the games. In the games, she fucking oh, I killed so many people. No, like yeah, in the games I played, you're supposed to be like stealth stabbing people in the neck and shit, and yeah, yeah, you murder everybody and animals. You go <laughs> after them too. Sorry, Joe, but girls got eat. Girls got to eat. <laughs> I was kind of hoping they'd show her run with the guns up, like the typical Laura. Cro- you know how she, she oh always ran with the guns like up, yeah, pointing straight up, yeah. But no, <laughs> we we didn't we didn't get that. 
So this whole scene was ridiculous because then we even see Bryce in the in the trailer. He's at the door, but the gunfire goes around completely the door instead of shooting him through. Which, well, yeah, they're just trying to lock him in there. That's why they lock. They yeah, but then they shoot lock machine, the door. They shoot through through the thing, mm-hmm. and they shoot around the door completely around him. Yeah, yeah. Why are they trying to keep him at bay? He ain't doing shit. One, he he's trying to get a busted fucking robot to save Laura, some security expert. Yeah, yeah he's a hacker. He also he did help her when she was in the room and she was surrounded. He told him told her where they are because because oh. he had the security because footage. she so happened to be hiding behind a bag that had a cell phone in it. Shut up, dude! <laughs> <laughs> and then Can we she talk wa- about the skateboarding part too. Oh my god, <laughs> Joe, tell us about the part. Let's. Oh god, I, I don't know if she's on uh, one of those wheelie things that usually you, you lay on to work under a vehicle. Yeah. Um, and she finds one in her car garage uh, where she's being attacked, and she starts skateboarding on it, uh, pushing with one foot, <laughs> and just flying across the garage. I don't know, was she shooting? I don't even know if she was shooting at all. I think she was just kind of skating. Um, and then she, like, flips it and launches in the air and takes some guy out. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, yeah, I, I think at that point I might have had my head down in my hand screaming into the void, but yeah, uh, I, I think you're right. <laughs> Yeah. That was that part. Um, and, and she kicks everybody's ass doing that, but yet they still get away with the artifact. Didn't kick ass quick enough. Nope. And of course we saw the butler with the shotgun. Wasn't that a, one of those book. movies that came from like a fake trailer? Butler with a shotgun? Oh no, Hobo with a shotgun. Hobo with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sequel. Wait, isn't that uh, John Voight too? Doesn't he play the hobo? No, I, that, no I, I don't think it's John Voight. It's definitely not John Boyd. Okay. No. <laughs> he would never be a hobo. So obviously Powell has the piece at this point, and then... He has the key, not, not one of the, the key. Yeah. The key. We don't have the main pieces. Get it right. This is a very difficult plot to follow. Oh, yeah. And now we're in the jungle where... Uh, and Oh, wait, wait. Let me back up because we get one of the things I absolutely fucking hate in a movie where... Somehow, the person that has been deceased, like Laura Croft's father, had a feeling he may pass away one day and thought to leave to mail a letter to her, his daughter to hopefully one day find a set of clues instead of saying in the letter to stop the Illuminati. Yeah, so here's my thing. What's, what happens if that letter is delayed for some reason? She gets the letter because that fucking eclipse happened within a week from that point when they, the place gets attacked. So say that she doesn't get the letter, which doesn't lead her to that book in the study. She doesn't put it together to take out the back page to find the other letter with the more detailed instructions of where exactly to go. Yeah. And even in the letter, he's like, I know that when you find this, you'll only have a small amount of time. It's like, bitch, how the fuck would you know that she barely has any time yes. left before the eclipse? What if she finds it after? In, Five thousand years. See ya. See you then. And and the first like hint he gives her that totally makes her figure out everything at the end. You don't see her struggling with this. Anything. The only thing she gives her is this William Blake quote that is to see a world in a grain of sand, and a heaven in a wild flower, hold infinity in the palm of your hands, and eternity in an hour. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. 
Yeah. How the fuck, when we get to it at the end, does she figure out from that? Oh, I already know the answer. Because of the time storms. Remember? So that's the <laughs> infinity. And she knew to take the key, which was the eye, and put it in the time storm. And then he got the grain of sand. And that's the key to the, the puzzle pieces. <laughs> Good fucking answer, Josh. It's because of the time storm. I told you I wrote the fucking screenplay. This is what we were talking about back in like 1998 when we were drafting this. You know, I, I we just did uh, Prince of Persia, and I'm very, very, um, I know a lot about time storms. I'm, I'm Josh. How about you read your notes without fucking messing up? Well, that's not, that's, that's not my gimmick. Oh, okay. Your gimmick is <laughs> intellectually challenged. Yes. <laughs> well, I try to say it's my gimmick so people don't know that's actually how I am. Andrew reads at a first grade level. And I listen at a, at a kindergarten level. <laughs> so, yeah, the plot makes no fucking sense. Yeah, and, it, and I thought it was, you know, like, I thought, anybody else thought it was weird how they were able to parachute perfectly a Jeep out of a military plane? Yeah, I don't think that works that way. I was thinking that, too. Like, that, that Jeep would probably be float all over the place. I don't think it would go straight down that easy. It worked in uh, Operation Dumbo Drop. Did you guys ever watch that movie? You know, actually, that's true. You I know. take that back. You're right, Joe. <laughs> they, they parachute a, a whole elephant, I think. <laughs> they did drop that Jeep. It looked like on the top of a temple. So it's like, well, have fun going down all those steep stairs, you dumb bitch. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was like randomly in the jungle because they were actually, you know, it shows her driving through the jungle, which uh, another fact is... Uh, Angelina Jolie hated shooting that spot, that, that scene, because they actually did go through a jungle, and while she was doing that, she was ripping through trees, and snakes were falling from trees into the fucking Jeep. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, I, w I would not deal with that. I'd be like, no. nope, fuck that. We're not taking. We're not getting this shot, guys. In an area like that, those snakes are probably so poisonous. Yeah, maybe. Oh, probably. Definitely. Huh. Huh. Yeah, you got nothing to say, Joe. Shut up. Huh. Well, he didn't know if the fast fact like you, Andrew. We <laughs> I was actually going to Google Cambodian poisonous snakes. Oh. That's where they are, right? Yes, that I they believe were? it was I Cambodia. Sure. Now, I have a problem with, well, maybe not a problem, because maybe, you know, Powell just likes to get shit done, and we learn that uh, Daniel Craig's character, I'm just going to call him Daniel Craig, because I don't remember the main character, his name. I'm just going to call him James Bond. James Bond. I think it was like Keith or Keith. Or... <laughs> no, it was Alex. It was Alex. 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 Yeah. Close enough. Keith. Alex. Uh, it's just funny yeah. how she's on the other side of this pyramid and temple, I guess. And his Powell and his men, where we see Powell just lounging in a fancy chair and surrounded by fruit, while a bunch of Cambodian people are just trying to pull down this wall. Laura Croft finds the back door. Doesn't have to tear down a wall. But at, what, do you think Powell was just like, you know what? I don't want to look around this thing. This looks great. Let's just pull it <laughs> and make our own hole. Yeah, you try the front door first. You know, maybe we'll walk around, see if there's booby traps. But yeah, a person like that should probably have a scouting team that like gets there <laughs> like early and like, hey, look around and see if there's like a, a clear opening that like animals are flying into. And if there is, we'll go that way. Yeah, and there was. But the, but going that way, you know, they missed the opportunity. To be greeted by a child spirit, because apparently 
that that had to be the thing. It couldn't have been like Batman kids, right? Where like they're like talking to Commissioner Gordon, aka Angelina Jolie, and then like, all right, Batman, I'll talk. You say he's gone again. These fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, what was the deal with those kids? Were they spirits? Is that what they were trying to say? Like, because they kept leave, I... leaving the um, what was it? What was the plant that they? Oh. Tulips or jasmine? Tulips or jasmine. 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 Yeah. Because that was the that was the hint that she found was that find the place where jasmine grows in Cambodia, <laughs> and what? Okay, so she finds it after like the ghost dad or go, we'll call him ghost dad, uh, ghost dad. Like, hey, it's right over there in Cambodian, and well, she it was pulls a flashback because he keeps. That's the thing too. The the dad this whole time's like, remember Jasmine's. I always gave you Jasmine's. This is all gonna lead to some. What kind of sick father is this motherfucker? Like putting his daughter through this bullshit. So what was it that triggered her falling into that pit? Was it her actually taking the Jasmine off of the branch, or is it just all right? Well, it's been ten seconds, so now the floor has to drop away dramatically. It was the flashback. She has the flashback of him pulling out the Jasmine, and then it's just like the the ground is like. You had the memory. Boom. Yeah, her, her conscience was heavy with the burden of that memory, so now she fell to the floor. <laughs> uh, she's fallen for like a good 20 seconds, too. Yeah, if you fell for that long and that fast, and then you tried to grab something, you'd probably, you would definitely break your fucking shoulder mm-hmm. immediately. Immediately, <laughs> it would just pop right out of sight. She landed pretty perfectly, if, if I recall. Well, she is the Tomb Raider. <laughs> the Tomb Raider. She was out of breath, too, from the fall. <laughs> yeah, that, she was that's like, true. <gasps> <laughs> that fall took a lot out of me. And and you know, so we get into the scene where you know Powell and his men are with this big giant statue that has all these swords that they pull out and they put in this thing and they think that they're good. They got to put the key in this certain area to get one half of the piece. But Laura Croft stops them and says, "That's the wrong piece." Because at this point, Laura Croft that's wants the wrong to- hole. Laura Croft is looking to destroy these pieces at her father's request. Now, my thing is, then why would you help them get the piece? Because they only had a limited time. They only had, like, one minute. Why wouldn't you just let them fail? Get it? Then they can't get it for 5,000 years. Why is she still trying to get this piece? Well, I think the, the, the theory was that if they put it in the wrong hole, something really bad would have happened. That's what I thought. Uh, they put it in the right hole, and fucking Gak made these statues come to life. Yeah, I'd say it was a it was a mix. Like the quality of the CGI was a mix between uh, the Secret World of Alex Mack and the T one thousand from T two. <laughs> like it wasn't quite as good as either, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, they should have got Nickelodeon on that budget. True. Oh, I missed that show, Secret World of Alex Mack. Yep. Yeah. This is my first celebrity crush, Alex Mack. Mine was uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen from Saved by the Bell. Kelly Kapowski. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Pink Ranger. What the fuck am I talking about? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Jojo? So like I was saying, in this scene, you know, there is really no reason for for uh, Laura to, to correct them. You know, I guess you th- think something else bad will happen, but I don't know. These terrible CGI statues they fight, which... Uh, you know, Powell for some reason can punch one and its head crumbles, where Laura's got to just like shoot them. Um, and then we get the giant one with all the swords, where they all have guns on Laura who have the piece, but instead of shooting her, they quietly walk away as the big 
giant six-arm, now sword-wielding statue attacks her. Yeah, I think you're speeding through this ridiculous scene a little bit too much, Andrew. I think we need to slow up a bit. So what Andrew is describing is that throughout this whole temple where this crazy fucking mystical puzzle is, there is all these, like, contraptions and fucking traps everywhere, and there's these really dumb-looking rock statues or stone statues. So as soon as they use the key in the right place, and I do want to say I think the reason she decided to, like, help them is because she knew that eventually they'd probably get the key anyway, and even if it was 5,000 years in the, in the future that they used it, it's still detrimental for, for humanity for this power to be available to anyone. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But as soon as they use it on the right key, or keyhole, I guess, all these really dumb-looking fucking stone statues come to life, all of them bad CGI, really bad CGI, and just start attacking everybody. And it all culminates in the biggest stone statue getting up and fighting Laura Croft with a bunch of swords. And as I say that, I realize it is it's really dumb. Yep. <laughs> But it does. So dumb. It does. Uh, it does. Kind of. I mean, it's it's something you would see in a Tomb Raider game. I mean, I remember there being a giant fucking human body hanging out of a wall as one of the bosses, or some fucking wall monster thing. There's definitely statue statue people and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were definitely going for like the video game boss battle type of scenario, and also as. And I could be wrong, but I feel like they were they were strictly trying to show that Laura Croft doesn't kill people, but they needed her to shoot something up. So they did this. <laughs> you know, they they thought this would be best because you know she can shoot a statue in the face millions of times, and it's not going to affect their PG thirteen rating. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get why bullets would damage stone statues. Like that severely. Well, they're old, man. They're old statues. They they crumble. Old statues crumble, dude. Okay, you say so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know I'm no archaeologist, but uh, I I, I gotta say I did really enjoy watching all the different actors try to pantomime that they're fighting oh, a stone statue. <laughs> it's great when you're That's just it. like, all right, all right, Jorah, I need you to like pretend that as you're climbing the ladder, one of them pokes a spear down at you, and then you pull the spear, and it falls over the edge. And he's like, what? <laughs> I can't see anything. It's like, yeah, we have a green tennis ball on a stick in front of you, and that's <laughs> that's where the robot's going to go, the stone statue's going to go. You, you can definitely tell this is an age where they're still trying to get it. Like At some points, I felt like, I was like, wow, Space Jam did it better. Uh, <clears throat> Jurassic Park. Well, That's all I have to say. When was Jurassic Move. Park? Jurassic Park. Ninety-five, was, I think. Yeah, in 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 the in the CGI alone, in that like towers over this. Well, you also it's, have to it, you have to understand that they used a lot of practical to hide the CGI that they had to use. Yeah. They but, used a lot of animatronic, too. And, also, yeah, that's what I meant, uh, pra animatronic true, practical. Like true. The D-Rex, a lot of that was practical. The raptors are all practical. And also, come on, let's be honest, it was Spielberg, so he was pretty much given a blank check to get whatever he needed to make that look Yeah, good. of course. He knew that they knew that he was going to make them billions of dollars, which oh, yeah. he did. So that, that definitely makes makes sense. But that movie holds up, and it's older than this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, just, <laughs> just the first one. <laughs> point I'm trying to get. <laughs> Laura Croft gets away, and we get a weird, like, you know, Craig Daniels has a gun at her. Craig Daniels. I mean, Dan, <laughs> Daniel Craig has a gun at her, and she, he's like, it's Craig David. 
don't do it in his best American accent. And she jumps off a waterfall and then makes it to some monk area where she's like, do you have Wi-Fi? Or she didn't say Wi-Fi. <laughs> well, Wi-Fi wasn't it. Was Wi-Fi? Yeah, it wasn't. So yeah, she asks if she can make an outgoing call somewhere. <laughs> we have this like monk just holding this satellite. Well, yeah, they're they're in Cambodia, and she wants to make an international call. You think everyone has cell phones? Did you see her cell phone? See how big that thing was? This is two thousand one. True. We didn't have like small iPhones even then. <laughs> People were probably like, oh my god, that looks so high-tech. Because they did kept like showing that cell phone she had. That might have been the first white lady they'd have ever seen in their life. <laughs> of course they're gonna of course they're gonna let her use their international phone that has a radar that he has to hold in the air. <sighs> I hated this scene, by the way, guys. Wow. I don't know. Racist. Well, no, come on. <laughs> she randomly comes to this fucking place. She's got a bullet wound. One bullet wound, by the way. Just one. And she meets this guy that is like, oh, I knew your father. And he also came here to make an international call. Yeah, he also knew really good English. Yeah. Very perfect English. Like, <laughs> you know. And he, she's like, oh, but I'm wounded. And he's like, oh, drink the tea. And it, like, heals her immediately. One, why? Why did we introduce this this? Magic tea that never comes back within this movie. Um, hmm. It's probably PCP or something. Yeah, I was going to say, it was probably she just hallucinated that it healed. <laughs> Did he wink at her when he said, drink the tea? And he like licked his lips. He's like, yeah, you drink the fuck out of it. The PCT, I mean. Pulling tea. the old Cosby on her. <laughs> Speaking of Ghost Dad. Oh, yeah, true. Full circle. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Now the thing about it, it's it's funny that they made Angelina Jolie have an accent. Well, Laura Croft, she's you know she's got an accent and stuff like that. But John Boyd, no accent. Yeah, I think he did. No, it was, it was subtle. He's also you know a very conservative man for most of his life. He's like, I'm not doing no goddamn Brit accent. <laughs> He's like, right, I'll do it when I'm acting alone, but with other people, I'm John Voight. He's probably like, I'm only in this movie because my daughter was like, I see no one else as my father but you. You must be in this movie. Does she sound like that? Yeah. Wow. You never heard her be like, Brad, Brad Pitt, my husband at the at some time. <laughs> Who was she talking to? She's like, Brad Pitt, where are you, Brad Pitt? My husband. I'm so formal. <laughs> Anyway, Laura speaks with. It's just crazy how everyone travels so fast together in this in this movie. Like how everyone can get. Yeah, together. they're in Cambodia, and then she's like, "Yo, I gotta get a ticket to Siberia." Oh, oh yeah, nerd, that's at my house. You gotta be there too, bitch. And he's like, "What? All right, I guess I'll get on a plane to Siberia." And I love how they keep showing like Bryce is so into robots that when we go to a scene of him talking, he's watching a a, a robot. Like animation thing of on a moon, and it's like, oh, okay. The dude definitely fucked one of those robots. Oh yeah, I, dude, those crappy little robots Joe was talking about—they jerked his dick off. I yep. guarantee you, oh, that's what, like those were jizzbots. Jizzbots, yeah. <laughs> they take the semen and they break it down into a more usable compound. <laughs> <laughs> And they make more robots out of it. They make more robots. They make more robots out of it. <laughs> that actually, you know that that 
Deadpool robot with the, the semen and all that. Uh, that is what inspired the nanotech technology in Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Oh, God. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I can trick you with dumb stuff. You're like, no. huh? The Rock was the... The Rock did the motion capture Shut for the original up. Doom game? <laughs> like, you never know, though. Like, I don't know. <laughs> fuck all of you. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! Classic Andrew. So then we get, you know, we get, we finally get to Siberia, and we get like this. There, I, I was laughing so hard at this fucking shot where they show, because like they show everybody like walking in this field in Siberia towards where all these snow dogs are. Everybody, oh, looks you said like, a better movie. Drink. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Is that the one with Cuba Gooding Jr.? Yeah, you yes, fucking know it is. You know it. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and she's walking towards them, and it looked like everybody looks fucking rugged and like like they've seen worse days, like everybody that's traveling with her. But she's got like this fucking like froofy hood. Looks like she's doing like an Abercrombie and Fitch fucking commercial, and she's just like, yeah, badass. Yeah, it was a tr- probably a trailer shot with the helicopters flying towards them for some reason as they climb up a hill. Yeah. As opposed to just taking off and And they had the, uh, most of the old Illuminati guys with them, too. Like, these old crotchety men. Yep. They gotta go. They're they all, gotta go to Siberia. They're all, bundle, they're all bundled up wearing Siberia-appropriate weather and weather gear, and she's just so wearing, like, the a So we get dogs, bikini. and before... Well, well, well what, I don't understand why she has Bryce pay for the dogs when he's just like, Money! Give me dogs! Give you paper! And then she talks to the people in their language, and I'm like, why? So why why'd she have Bryce haggle with these motherfuckers? Yeah, why? And also, why in Siberia do they give a shit about American dollars? Is there really like a Western Union in, in that area that they can like exchange the money for Siberian? I don't know. They were in the middle of nowhere or something. They were in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, it's like the, it's the Arctic Circle, you know. Yeah. Like, Ooh, here's some money. You can go shopping. He, the scene they don't show is he probably just turned around and used that as like tinder and like a fire. Like, oh, this is like good twigs. It's like dry twigs. I'll he put just this. goes in the bathroom. Yeah, he just wipes. They definitely don't have it. trees around there, so yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, kindly. <laughs> and then this is when we get the the second ghost child scene, um, where the 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 child asks like, "Why are you risking everything?" To bring them back. And he, she's like, who? And he's like, your father. And then she turns around, turns back around, and child is gone. Ghost dad. Ghost yeah. child. <laughs> is the dad coming to her with looking like this child? Was it, was it the same child in the other? No, it was a different child. But did you notice that there was a... Uh, what, what the fuck was it? The stuff, the, the 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 plant. What was the plant? Oh, the jasmine. Jasmine, jasmine. yeah, yeah. The jasmine was left he... over from from the ghost kid. The ghost kid <laughs> left the jasmine. She disappeared. There was jasmine. I guarantee you it was the same kid, probably. I don't think so. You know what my favorite part was around there? The the duck boats that they had. Yeah, yeah. It was like military <laughs> duck boats. Those were actually <laughs> pretty cool. I like those. When the Russians showed up and Angelina Jolie gave a very stink faced look. Just, like Russians. just to make sure that you know that she doesn't deal with Russians. Yeah. 
Well, well, the Cold War was still going on when this movie was made. So. I mean, it was snowing there, so it was very cold, and it was probably a war. It was 2001, so... Well, we were gearing up for war. It hadn't happened yet. <laughs> Just about. A couple months, and then we go after them WMDs. <laughs> so we get a little slight travel scene of them with the snow dogs. Again, constantly showing Laura Croft. She's so badass. Uh, that's mainly what this movie was. Mm-hmm. And we get to this, in my opinion, very easily. A lot of these temples are very easily accessed. Yeah, I had a lot of problems with this one puzzle, I guess you'll call it. The puzzle was a sheer block of ice wall and a bell. And you ring the bell, and for some reason the ice wall explodes. Like, I can understand if, like, okay, the reverberation in, like, a tight tunnel, maybe it, like, cracks and shifts and falls down, but it blew out like a fucking explosion went off on the inside. And the way they do it, too, is, like, the men are all like, oh, block of ice, how do we get in? And there's this bell just in front of it, and Lord Croft That must mean nothing. Like, yeah, Lord Croft goes like, ooh, look how smart I am. Ding, ding. Jen is ready. Explosion. Um, <laughs> So they go into this big ch- chamber, and we see a thing that looks like the Ore from Dark Crystal that is in Agra's Azur- Observatory, if you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Yep. It, it seriously looks like the exact same prop that they used in the Dark Crystal. Well, it's mostly, They might have used the same one. Yeah. Well, if that's just basically a model of the solar system... And that's probably that's like a, what it is. Yeah. Yeah, but even like if if you've seen the Dark Crystal, it looks like the same mechanics. It. Yeah. You know. I think they did that. Uh, they did something. I, I do remember in um, the Tomb Raider games something very similar with that, where it was a giant rotating multi-level puzzle that you had to figure out. Yes. Yeah. Um, I remember that one too. Yeah. And this is just something similar to it, but just not, just done worse. Well, that's the thing, too. You know, you would think that they would make this more about puzzles and problem solving. But again, this this movie just seems to like there's there's really no puzzles. And if there is a puzzle, it's a quick resolve. Yeah, but the movie's called Tomb Raider and they raided some fucking tombs. bro. Uh, what, two? <laughs> two to be yeah. precise. Yeah. That's like that's more than one. And they barely even <laughs> raided them. They pretty much just knocked on the front door and walked right in. Yeah, she didn't raid that first one. She fell through the ground yeah. accidentally found the tomb. Oh, so this is Tomb Stumbler. Well, the movie Tomb Raider, I mean, it was talking about uh, uh, Daniel Craig's character because he actually raided the tomb to get in there the right way. She just fell through the fucking ground like an idiot. And the second one, she's just like, I'm going to blow up a wall with a bell. And then I was like, oh, I raided a tomb. <laughs> she seemed so impressed with herself when she did it, too. She's like, mm. Like you said, yeah. she just smirks the whole time while she's like, ding, ding, motherfuckers. I wish she had said that at that point. <laughs> that would have been great. No, actually, I wish as she did that, the song, You can ring oh, my you don't have the right falsetto for that, buddy. <laughs> I don't know if I can put that in there, too, because it might be... Uh... Yeah. No, while well, you're singing it, not well, so I don't think it'll be copywritten or copy strike. <laughs> like, oh, it's a bad cover. Yeah, this this scene was... I was not very impressed with this scene. I don't know how you guys felt about it. You know, I thought this scene was, again, as we are at the end of this episode, rushing a little bit. Yeah, it was weak for a penultimate scene in the movie. 
The... I was really impressed by it, actually. Of course you were, you simpleton. <laughs> well, how did I'm you? Just kidding. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> well, like you know, so so for people that didn't see the movie, um, you know, we get the final piece, which the way they get it, I thought was very. I don't know. We get so this thing starts to move. This planetary robotic thing that's in the in the middle of this room, and and for some reason, all these uh, Illuminati cronies are climbing it to try to get into it. None of them really know what's going on. Yeah, they're they, just trying to get to it because they know that the piece is in there. And and uh, Daniel Craig and Angelina Jolie are both like climbing it perfectly but everyone else is just getting knocked off and i'm like okay so they're all working together why are we just seeing cronies get knocked off this thing and angelina jolie's like i got this and goes to the bottom and inserts it and then somehow gets warped it somewhere and gets the piece and then warps out it's very magical and doesn't really explain what happens, and then she has the piece. No, they explained it. They said the, the term time storm. Because oh. they showed the little flashes of random light stuff. Those are time storms, Andrew. Uh, have you really <laughs> oh. never re re read the book, I... uh, uh, The Universe by Stephen Hawking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, I forgot because we see a dog jump through it and oh, its skin fucking fall apart and then go right, right back on it. I forgot about that fucking stupid shit. <laughs> like, hey, doggy, can you jump through that time storm? And he's like, woohoo. And then just his muscle and then his bones. And then he's a dog again. And the dog's like, didn't didn't react. I actually Because if, if you went through that, you'd be like, wait, what the fuck? Like, yeah. a dog would like look back and be like, did I just lose my skin and bones? The dog was like, nope. I actually was very concerned. I actually yelled when that happened. I was like, not the dog! And then I'm like, oh, the dog's okay. That dog was definitely the worst actor in this movie. <laughs> No emotion. <laughs> I don't know that maid. She looked like she wasn't really good at acting scared of seeing a penis. She looked like she wanted a piece. Well, it was Daniel Craig. I mean, she wanted a piece of Daniel Craig. <laughs> Why do they call him 007? Oh! The aggro Craig. She wanted to climb the aggro Craig. She wanted a piece of that Craig. <laughs> she wanted to uh, score the rock for the Craig. official results. Mo, <laughs> stay back to Mo. Mo, <laughs> you guys got a drink, by the way. You can talk about something cool. Yeah, that is better. Yeah, that is. I'm gonna better. drink twice because both Nickelodeon guts and Global guts was way better. <laughs> this one's from Mo. <laughs> drink it up, the Mo. Guts. Do 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 do. You have it. So the Illuminati guy, the head guy that looks like he's got stroke eye. Cause... Yeah, and he's, and he's basically going to die if they don't get this <laughs> fucking power. He starts saying this speech like. You know, this is, he does the classic villain thing. I got what I need, but I got to say a long speech about it. For generations, the Illuminati, boom. Uh, Powell's people kill him. Powell takes the triangle. It doesn't work. And then Angelina Jolie is like, oh, I know why. And knows to throw the clock piece, that fucking piece. The key. The key at the sandstorm. The rude sandstorm. <laughs> you mean the time storm? The time storm. <laughs> and then take this little. She says a part of that, like that, that William Blake quote, where she's just like something like a grain of sand, and it's oh okay. And uh, 
Yeah, they realize that the the glowing piece in the very center of the key is the 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 last part of the the overarching relic. Oh, and it gives I, it this power. And I jumped ahead it's because the binding before, agent. Before she did that, um, you know, Powell takes his baby knife, his old baby wimpy knife, which we're supposed to be afraid of, uh, and throws it at Daniel Craig, who gets stabbed, immediately stumbles, but when he's in the water, he's mobile all of a sudden, like awake, and we see half of his body get crushed by these gears. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. That was actually probably the most like <laughs> disturbing thing I saw. Well, you were just like, yeah, his baby knife. It's like, yo, that knife killed Daniel Craig. No, it didn't. The well, gears it, killed Daniel it Craig. It still knocked him into the water towards yeah, the gears. Which it shouldn't. You'd be like, oh, this one-inch knife wasn't even one inch. It was like... Point five. No. How about I stab you with that knife and Do you it. tell me, does it hurt? Right in no, the it chest. doesn't. Right in the fucking <laughs> chest. So then Angelina Jolie has to give this motherfucker the gem so that they, they can he, they can fix this. And then once the gem is like inserted into this thing, light lines up, the planets are aligned, we get this weird out of fucking nowhere. Let's let's have Joe explain this next scene. I want I want I want your interpretation the... yeah, of what Joe. happens <laughs> when when Angelina Jolie and uh, uh, Ian Glenn's character w- use this relic and warp to I don't know the the time zone or something. Yeah, they're on like another planet or an outer space somewhere, um, running up a giant pyramid mountain, an Illuminati mountain, I guess is what it is, <laughs> um, and uh, the something glow i think the piece is glowing at the top of it or something and whoever gets it's like king of the mountain whoever gets that first is you mean it's you know, like nickelodeon guts yeah it's basically yeah guts. that was the aggro crag guys <laughs> it's the full it's the aggro crag. <laughs> so they, they and then they're running up this thing it didn't look real at all either when they were running up it was crazy um and then she gets there first and for some reason her getting there first just blasts what a powell off off of it and then he's I don't even know. Does he die? He doesn't die. He didn't die. He definitely should have died from that fall. It's like 300 feet in the air. <laughs> yeah, I, I said I that know. he fe- casually fell into the time abyss. And then I also yeah. wrote, that was fucking <laughs> R-worded. I won't, I won't say that word. <laughs> yeah, Are you trying to figure awful. out what R-word is, Andrew? Ridiculous? Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. It was... One can only guess that that's where the piece was when she jumps into the sun. Also, she... Maybe that's she ran up to the same pyramid and, and got the, the piece there. I don't know. I thought you were gonna say uh, I one could only assume that's where the budget went. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of CG in that. Because that was terrible. It it maybe and you know what it remind me of? You know how you ever see Hellraiser? Whenever they show the Hellraiser world. Oh like, yeah, that's what. Thing or whatever. Yeah, like the terrible graphics in that, like of Hellraiser one. Yeah, that movie yeah, still fucked that. up though. No, that movie is really fucked up. That's one of the best body horror movies out there. Okay, taking a drink. Another now. drink. We've talked about a lot of better things than this. Um, well, it always seems like when we're talking about really shitty movies, we're like, let's go to this thing, please. So, Joe, what happens next? Explain to us what happens next, Joe. Uh, oh, God. I don't even remember. I know when she... Uh, she has the power of time now, I believe, and she goes to meet her dead father in a tent... And he can talk to her in the future, but he's in the past. 
I don't even, I honestly blacked out, I blacked out the speech that he gave her. I don't even remember what he says at all. I don't even, I can't remember. Yeah, he was basically uh, telling her that, because she's like, well, why can't I use the power for this one thing? And he's like, bitch, don't be stupid. And that was it, pretty much. John Voight's like, oh, don't yeah. vote Trump uh, and don't fuck with time. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, she, and she, then exactly. she goes back into the real world and she still has the power of time mysteriously, I don't know. Um, and she uses it to reverse Daniel Craig's death and then also use the knife that used to kill him. Uh, she stops it in midair, rotates the knife with her her hand, which she could have used just the, the, the dull side to rotate it, but for some reason she needed to grab the sharp side of the knife. Yeah, that's very so true. Her, so her hand gets cut up. Uh, Why didn't she go back to that it. Cambodian place and get fucking that monk juice? Well, she fucking fixed her. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I'll get to that in a second. But also, why didn't she just move Daniel Craig? Because with the next scene we were about to have, it honestly didn't matter that Powell got stabbed. Well, I, I think with her, uh, them showing that she had a really hard time turning the knife because she was altering time, it probably would have been insanely hard to move him. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> the first thing that makes sense in this movie. <laughs> I guess. She totally, that thing was hard because she totally changed the direction of the knife, which mm -hmm. would... I, I still don't think it would change which way it would go, though. That well, it would... It was it was traveling backwards anyways because she was reversing time. She just... Yeah. She, oh, okay. she changed the, the, the position of the knife so it would travel backwards to him. I love the word trying to argue this bullshit. <laughs> just like, no, Andrew. It's because time is, is, a, is a straight line and it was your one set of time. No. It's dumb. So he, he gets stabbed. Yeah. He falls to the ground. And nothing and he, happens. He's yeah. like, your father's left when I killed him. Like, okay, <laughs> why is this dragging on? Because he wanted to fist fight her. He, wa like, he wanted to fight her, Andrew. <laughs> I fucking hate this in movies. We saw this in Doom. Yeah. What was he that? had to fist fight her. Oh, so what, what was it? Say? The Rock said in, in Doom, went, Semper Fi, motherfucker. Yes, he did. He <laughs> said Semper Fi, motherfucker, was... and he's turning into a demon. I was waiting for that to happen. This is they both got guns, and she, he's just like, no guns. Which, by the way, why didn't he use a gun in the first place to shoot Daniel Craig? Because he likes his knife. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a knife. <laughs> and he's just dangling the locket, being like, I stole your father's locket. <laughs> Bro, you know that he's cranky to her mother so many times. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, why would he keep that locket for so long? It's been like 20-something years. I did see, you said, like, if you looked in closely when he opened it, jizz just No, you just heard, like, a, like, like a, <laughs> it was stuck together. It's all crusted shit. <laughs> Here's your locket. I can't see my mom's picture. It's like, yeah, it's a little cloudy. Oh, cloudy with a chance of semen. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, that's another movie. Drink. <laughs> is, that a, is that real? Yeah, it's probably better than this. Is that the porn parody of Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? <laughs> No, that's just cl cloudy with a chance of balls. <laughs> so Angelina Jolie kicks the shit out of Powell to draw a Mormon. And you know what? Now that I'm thinking of, of like how she sliced open her hands. By the way, everybody left her. Nobody waited outside. Everybody took other snow dogs and left her with a broken sled. And she just fend for herself. And... You would think she would be in a, an immense amount of pain holding that rope and being pulled by those dogs. Which, by the way, no 
fucking way would she be able to slide on her shoes. She would be eating that's shit. The best, that's the best part of the movie. Yeah. The like, I, it should have been just the broken bottom part of the sled. Just use that board. You've already established the skateboarding skills in an earlier scene. Just go with it. I thought that's what they were going to do, but I'm like, she, just, she has nothing. Your shoes, it doesn't fucking work like that. And she's like, <laughs> like laughing the she, whole time. She's smiling and laughing the whole time. She's like, oh, this is so fun. Yet whole... <laughs> I found out my dad was murdered. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> By the way, and the, mountain, the mountain's collapsing behind her, too. It's like, yeah. If she slips once, she's dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And all those dogs are dead. The... Thanks, Angela, you bitch. <laughs> Another thing about this part, uh, I read that when she sees the dogs in the rope in the broken sled, she goes, aha! She solved another puzzle, Andrew. You said you wanted more puzzles. Well, the, 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 the nods they make to the video game in this are stupid, in my opinion. Apparently, in the original games, if you don't remember, whenever Laura Croft found like um, a special item or something, she'd always go, aha, or something like that. So Angelina Jolie added that as a nod to the game. Yeah, I bet I bet she really did research on this role. <laughs> They're like, do you have big tits? Okay, you're in. Like, I can do it. She needed a square ass, though. That's true. She did need square ass and triangular tits, but she kind of kind of got it. I did you notice whenever it showed her getting into like vehicles or anything like always that? Always the bum zoom bum shot. Always the ass the shot. bum bum shot. The <laughs> bum bum shot. Is my co-host the seven year old? <laughs> Yeah, we almost saw Daniel Craig's pee-pee in this movie. <laughs> we saw we saw Angelina's side milkers in, in the shower scene. It was a lot of bum-bums. I like the bums. The bum-bums. I have that jack disease, you asshole. But it's it's the reverse. So what what's in, so this is pretty much the end. Angelina Jolie escapes and then what, right? The next scene is her at home wearing the Wearing a dress. Ooh. She's a lady now. Well, you, we didn't mention that when she came out of the the time uh, storm thing, she sh destroyed the relic. This crazy yeah, ancient that. relic, she just shot it and it exploded. Which doesn't look like, that thing looked like bullets couldn't really destroy that That's thing. what I'm saying. Like some ancient god power relic. Two bullets. Bye-bye. It's, well, it's shattered into a million they pieces. They didn't know someone. I guess they broke it with just a hammer. So, I mean, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. True. She shot the uh, the little sand semen out of it. And that's what <laughs> broke the power. Yeah, that's broke what the broke the time. Space the nut. <laughs> sand nut. <laughs> so we get the final scene, and... It's really um, just to set up a fucking sequel. It's so stupid. Is it to set up a sequel? Because all it is is she's wearing a dress for no reason to go downstairs for them to be like... It's a payoff to the earlier scene where she's like, I didn't wear dresses, but I get nude in front of my butler. And now she's wearing the exact dress that he put out, he picked for her. And she's like, he's like, oh my, you're wearing the dress. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. Uh, and the robot's Oi. back. Simon, which I forgot to mention is the name of the robot, which was named after the director. Aw. Who cares? <laughs> this is the worst fast fact. It was, this movie sucked. It's really fun. It was pretty sucked. bad. It was awful. It was, it was stupid. Josh, now that we've come to the end of this masterpiece of a movie, let's get to our scores. Nine. Oh!
Well, I mean, someone liked it since it made $270 million. But uh, we're going to start with the cheesy movie factor. Now, this category is, does this movie use very cheesy cinematographer tropes? Does it do a lot of things that these types of movies have? Like, in this case, it would be action, video game-based movie. Does it have a lot of those cheesy fucking tropes? And, uh, yeah, I actually I gave it a really fucking high score for this movie because the all the flipping shit, all the action stuff that, uh, like, we've already talked about it, about the strong, empowered female character who can one-punch dudes in armor in she's in her fucking, like, nightgown. It's like, no, sorry. Uh, doing multiple somersaults and flips down ropes and spinning your guns and the scene where she's fighting the giant four-armed stone statue and she has a backpack which has different layers of ammunition that she can just like clip into like that's the cheesiest fucking thing i've ever seen and it doesn't seem like it would be more use like useful than just you know reloading a clip normally you're like i gotta flip my gun and i'm ready to shoot a statue again so i gave it an eight out of ten it's just one of the cheesiest fucking movies i think we've seen um and it does doesn't really move the genre forward <laughs> <laughs> not at all not at all and this is a, this is a scale uh, 1 out of 10 so um, Joe since you're our guest I'll let you go before I do oh I gotta give this a 1 out of 10 scale on, che- on cheesiness uh, we break the scores <laughs> down into three different yeah. categories gotcha yeah yeah uh, cheesiness yeah I'm right up there with Josh uh, I <laughs> I mean, I, I laughed throughout the entire movie. So, I mean, if a movie is cheesy enough to make me laugh at almost every scene, um, it, it's got to be up there, you know? Um, so I'd give it probably around a 7.5. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, uh, for my score, I'm siding with Joe and giving this a 7-point side boob. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with Josh heavily on this where there was a lot of, like, what can we do to make, like, Laura Croft say something witty or sassy. Or... How many scenes can we show Angelina running down a set of stairs with her tits bouncing? Yeah. Unnecessarily. <laughs> a lot. I counted six and I probably missed some because I did have and my I'd head say in my hands. Some sort of joke times. of being like underhanding kind of in a way, being like, Yes, I know I'm hot, but I'm also a badass. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes me want to watch the sequel. Well, I'm well, definitely watching it. Yeah. You're coming back for when we we do it because we have to do it. Hey, I got a uh, see. I got a trivia question for you guys. Can you name another movie series with John Voight that involved a secret society and them hunting down lost relics? Uh, was it Nicholas Cage's? Um, what was that called? National Treasure. National Treasure. Yep, you got it. <laughs> I, and I've never seen those movies. I just actually put the put. I put the clues together. You never seen those movies? No, I I heard they're actually pretty good for Nicolas Cage. It's so good. (laughs) We're going to hijack the the Bill of Rights or whatever. (laughs) 
We have to <laughs> we have to steal the Declaration of Independence. We have to steal the Statue of Liberty. And we gotta walk it through the streets to take out a, the coop on top of a museum. Hey, you guys gotta you guys gotta drink, by the way. Yeah, just drink. Alright, well this uh I don't think this is gonna go well, but uh this is the uh good movie factor score. Now how <laughs> uh, how much of a good movie is this that you're like, wow, I was really um enthralled with the how it progressed and I really identified with the characters and ooh, it really <laughs> kept me going and i wasn't bored uh i could give it a four <laughs> it was wow that's uh, actually really good yeah i mean if you like tomb raider and 2001 you might like it but i don't <laughs> like it's not great i don't wouldn't recommend it to people i did like I some of the scenes but i didn't like most of the scenes and i just kind of thought that some characters were um wrong like i guarantee like joram Walmont should not have been the main bad guy it should have been fucking no. daniel craig I agree. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you on that one, Josh. Uh, Joe, uh, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I've seen a lot of movies, and I've seen a lot of bad movies. Um, so this one's tough. This is this is hard. Is it as bad as movies I've seen? No. But did I want to turn it off within the first two minutes of watching it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give it a three. I would say it's it's a solid three in my book. Okay. I'm going to give this kind of two scores, but more of like one's going to be hypothetical. If you... I guess if you like action in a certain aspect, you know, you may enjoy this movie a little bit more than others, where you don't care about story, you don't... You just want to see a lot of shooting, a lot of like aerodynamic stuff then maybe i would say if i was that type of person i would probably give this like a solid six maybe close to a seven unfortunately i like a little bit more uh how i should say depth within my story and and movies in general so i'm gonna give this i'm gonna actually side with josh on this this deserves no more than a four it wasn't that great of a movie. I found myself constantly bored. Um, if you ask uh, my girlfriend, Kat, she was constantly ask asking me, are you still watching the movie? Because I kept walking away. Because I just <laughs> didn't want to sit down and watch this movie anymore. Yeah, I made a sandwich during it, I think. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely was looking for things to do. Like I was like, oh, should I eat? Oh, you already ate. Well, what else can I do to take me away from what can i eat more <laughs> <laughs> all right and the last score we have is how comparable is this to the video game uh and i gave it a five out of ten i gave it a five out of ten because a pointy tits b tombs are rated three supernatural stuff four shower scenes and five butler uh, shower scene. That's I don't even remember shower <laughs> scenes in the video game. Man. Oh, in the new, yeah, there's the same type of stuff in the new. Oh, one. really? Uh, God damn it! It's not as fucking trailer baity. It's just yeah, it, yeah. Joe, um, for me, um, you know, I think Josh made some pretty good points there. Um, I made five know, points. <laughs> I'm thinking back to my my youth as a you know 13 year old playing the the games. Maybe I'm jerking it, you know. 
I think I was younger. I might have been younger, actually. I remember my, my brother was the one that owned them. I, you know, he just let me play whenever. Yeah, the whole Corbin family was jerking into this game. Yeah, so there was a circle. <laughs> a circle jerk. <laughs> to this game. Um, but yeah, I mean, it had uh, elements definitely from from the game. I mean, there was, there was uh, ancient relics. There was uh, walls and puzzles. Um, walls? So there was walls. Yeah. <laughs> There was cliffs. Oh. There was water. You know, it was I was water. upset. Okay. It was environments. <laughs> you're just, you're just describing basic surroundings. She lived in a. There mansion. was, there was sunlight. Uh, you know, so they, they were wearing clothes. <laughs> well, I, I have to give it to this movie is that the motivation in the games is her dad died mysteriously, yep. and it motivates her adventures in the games because she keeps uncovering stuff. That's what happened. Is in the that games. what happened in the remakes, though? Because from what I've read, is the original games is she's her she. It even says like in the summary I read, she's not like her family. Where like I don't know, it seems like she might not have been like her father. And from what I read, was she's doing a job for somebody for this ancient dagger or something, and they betray her. I didn't read anything about a father. I think that's in the the newer newer games, but yep. um, that's what I said because that's what I played most of. So well, this wasn't yeah. based off the newer games. Okay? I don't care. So... We're comparing it to the game, <laughs> and that is a Tomb Raider game, and that is comparable to this movie. So that's what I'm saying. Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast where Josh makes excuses. So I, I'm relating it more so to the originals here. So I'm I'm going to give it. Um, oh, this is tough. I'm going to give it a five point five. Um, Maybe a, maybe a five point seven five, as it pertains. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it was, it was up there, but it wasn't uh, wasn't that accurate. Definitely not. Yeah, for my score, I'm I'm I I'm not actually as high up as you guys, but I'm gonna bump it down a little bit lo- lower. Um, because Tomb Raider says it in the name. All about raiding tombs. We barely saw that in this movie. Um, game's all about puzzles. What fucking puzzles were in this? The, 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 it was like pretty much a jigsaw puzzle in this where they found she just saw where to put it and put the fucking piece in there. There was really no thinking, no like, uh, no stakes. It, it it just this was a movie where they were just moving it along just to get to the end, or just you know they really wanted just that Daniel Craig shower scene. Um, but other than that, I'm actually going to give this a four, uh, for close to the, like, is it comparable to the video game? Because even four, I'm still kind of like, meh, yeah, she was Laura, Laura Croft. She had an accent. She's an archeologist. I, you know, I guess later on she has a thing with her dad and we get the mansion and the butler who's not old, who should be old. And that's just how I feel about it. I, I, I think they tried, they did a decent job, better from what we've seen in these type of movies. But, eh, yeah, I'll give it a solid four. It's just this, this movie didn't have, like, a, uh, a plot that flowed, like, you know, it didn't have anything that made you interested in the character. Um, they had all these side characters that they wanted you to like, but they didn't really build up any of them. Where the main there, there was no humor either, you know, in the whole movie, you'd expect some kind of like comic relief where you, you laugh a little bit, but it was like, 
poorly executed jokes that that weren't even really jokes. I don't think so. Yeah, I think you were supposed to laugh at her uh, belittling her security guy yeah, Bryce, Bryce the whole movie. Which like they, I think they were supposed to hint there's some sort of brother sister relationship and they bicker and. But it's like one of those like X videos brother sister relationships where he's like, oh my sister's stuck under the bed. <laughs> 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 my robot my robot stuck under the couch yeah. <laughs> oh no my jerk off robot got under my sheets <laughs> and, and, and the fact that they surrounded angelina jolie with all these actual british actors it totally showed that her accent wasn't real to the point where it even showed that daniel craig's accent was not real Hey, question. Was the maid the only other female character they show in the entire movie? Holy fucking shit. No, the girl. The little girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She, okay. She also, there was a little girl in her flashback sequence, but, uh, and I think there was one or two females in the auction house scene, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Characters with actual dialogue, just the little girls and Angelina Jolie. Wow. That's wow. pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. You know what's also pretty crazy? What's our next movie, Josh? <laughs> we have to watch Tekken. Tekken? <laughs> I didn't even think that was a fucking movie. I, <laughs> I, didn't know I, like, that. That. I like that you say you have to watch Tekken. <laughs> I don't have to, but Andrew <laughs> wants this thing to keep going, so. That's <laughs> all he's got. So I know that was kind of a quick introduction, folks, of what we're doing next week. But yes, we will be doing the movie Tekken, which I didn't even know existed as a movie. I was just no. going to the list, and I was like, what? Yeah, I uh, all I think is it'll probably be a little better than Dead or Alive. So anyway, if, if there's anything that we missed about this episode that, you know, if you're a fan of Tomb Raider and you want to, like, yell at us, about how you feel about it. Or also, because we now will be uh, discussing some video games, if there's a video game you'd like to discuss, which I will mention, the first video game that we're going to discuss um, for uh, the, in the next upcoming month is one of my personal favorite video games, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. Uh, really looking forward to that discussion, but if there's a video game that we might not even have played yet that is your favorite or anybody wants to hear us discuss please email us at 8bitmoviereview at gmail.com. And as usual, Josh, is that the number eight, or do we spell that out? Uh, that is the number eight, Andrew. I know we go over this every episode, but uh, I have amnesia, so I need to be reminded. So that's 8-Bit Who are you? <laughs> what are you doing in my house? Who did I hit? Where am I? For any additional content or... Um, I should be having up soon our Twitch schedules because uh, Josh and I are streaming weekly. Um, go to our website at 8bitpod.com. That's the number 8bitpod.com. We'll have any additional content or information on that site. Other than that, Joe, thanks for joining us. Is there any um, video game, any, like, any books, any um, shows you'd like to plug? Um, no, I just want to say thanks for having me on, guys. It was a blast. Um, I'm playing Cyberpunk right now, which is really fun. <laughs> How big did you make your dick in that game? Yeah, you can you can modify your penis or, or vagina if you want to. Um, you didn't answer so, my question. 
What was the question? I said, how big did you make your dick in that game? I made a small one, a small penis. Oh, nice, dude. <laughs> yeah, I took the the other route, you know. That's that's good, because I've heard a lot of issues with your uh, penises glitching through the pants, and if yeah. you have a small one, you might not notice it as much when you're just running around the city, so that's very, very good. <laughs> it's uh, I guess that's only in the, the PlayStation or Xbox version, but I'm playing on the PC right now, so... Oh, you're fine, yeah, it's been pretty yeah, smooth so far. I think PS4 is having the most issues, um, but I believe today, as of today, which is when we're recording this uh, December 12th, they did just release like, a patch for that game. And yeah. a lot of people said that the dick glitch went away. So. Yeah, I think I'm going to wait till I get a, a, a The penis patch for the dick glitch? <laughs> the penis patch for the dick glitch, yeah. <laughs> On that note, this has been Andrew Gonzalez. And I'm Josh Dick Glitch Edgington. <laughs> and this has been 8-Bit Movie Review. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. See ya. Bye.